five, five, four, four, three, three, two, one, one. We have ignition. Strap in. Thank you for listening to WGSR.net, bringing hope and comfort 24 hours a day. God's Stories Radio, a podcast to heal your soul, bringing you hope and comfort through the power of Christian testimony. God's Stories Radio, a podcast to heal your soul is coming up. Hey there, welcome everybody. This is Session 83. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Trish. Man, how are you guys doing? Back in the saddle. Yeah, I really. know, right? It's only been a couple weeks this time. I know. And we were going to sit back and just wait wait, wait and see what, uh, you know, if God's going to open any doors and uh, I think he gave us a little Father nudge. said the heck with that waiting thing. No, I think he gave us a nudge. I'm thinking it was. We're I'm, getting listener contact. It's awesome. It is awesome. Bones. I know, bones and bones. Man, how, how are you guys doing? It seems like I haven't, well, I really haven't seen you since... Two weeks. Two weeks. What's going on, Trish? I am packed and ready to go for the marriage retreat. Oh, yes. And I'm excited about that. We went last year through real life, and that is a prayer answered. I was thinking about that today, because when they talked about the first one three years ago, I remember saying, man, I wish my husband was a man of God and that he would want to participate and go to something like that with me. And the next year, not only did we get to go, which was last year, but he brought the postcard home from Real Men and said, honey, I think we should go to this. He's Today, he worked all day and then he does his lawns. He's out doing lawns right now until probably eight o'clock tonight so that we can go on the marriage retreat. And so. he doesn't miss anything. Isn't no, he was awesome? he was fired up. I remember uh, him telling the group about it. Yeah, that he was going. So prayers answered. Woohoo! That's very cool. It is. What's going on over there, Mikey? Oh boy. Um, oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> today is uh, nine years ago today that I believe wow. I started my Joseph calling, and oh. still in it. Nine <laughs> yeah. years later, I do have perseverance, though. I did see that today. Yes, you do. You are a living testament of that scripture. <laughs> you have gone before me and set the example, my friend. Nine years, boy, it's a long time. <laughs> that it is. What a learned experience. Uh-huh. Wow. And I still, when I get to heaven, I still want to talk with Joseph and ask, see how he went 13 years where he was through his stuff. You betcha. Mm-hmm. And how just he, getting through that do it? last year of prison had mm-hmm. to be amazing. You know, unreal. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, hey, we've got a really exciting show tonight. We don't we don't have a guest. Well, we do, but we don't. We do, but we don't. We uh, we and uh, Mikey is going to take the uh, liberty tonight and read our very first emailed testimony. Yes. You know, we've been saying for the last year and a half: if you've got a testimony and you just you don't really want to be on the air or have your voice heard. Just send it in, and uh, we'll read it. We'll do our best to convey it and talk about it and share it. And by gosh, do we got one. All right, and we did, but it's from half a, way, half a world away. 
from it, down from, under. Down under from um, Australia. Down under. That's right. 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 And we had a couple of uh, more bones thrown our way from uh, listeners. We oh, sure did. Yeah. Uh, I think trisha has got that. I got some shout outs. I wanted to say thank you for the new likes to uh, Marsha Cassier. I don't know if I'm messing that up. I apologize if I am. Beverly Rodriguez and Melody Oganzel. Maybe. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Sounds good. And then our top three downloads, the areas, are coming from Florida, California, and Texas. So thanks for listening. Wow, California and Texas. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, and, well, of course, Florida, we know. Right. We've got our faithfuls here in Florida. Oh, we do. Yes. We appreciate each and every one of you. What else you got, Trish? There's a, um, a woman that we actually spoke about last session who wanted to get in touch with us about, um, she was wondering about the 12-step group that's similar to AA. Celebrate Recovery. And it's Celebrate Recovery. And so Mikey went ahead and looked up uh, her area in Texas and gave her the information and she said, thanks again. I'm going to get in touch with them. Well, she's done a follow-up. This is Caroline. She said, hi, I accidentally hit those thumbs up, but they are appropriate. I just now was listening to session 82. Did not know you all were out for three months, but I heard my letter. And besides being surprised and excited, I did follow up with Calvary Baptist in Texas, and again, thank you so much. I plan to continue attending and pursuing Celebrate Recovery. And goodness, besides being a hoot to hear about myself on your show, I hope to try to do more. Check out your GoFundMe site and so on. I'll continue to listen and get caught up with you guys. Thanks again, Caroline. And she also added that uh, last night, she said, my daughter was in the car when I was listening around on the podcast. She was just amazed and felt the definite personal reference with a God thing too. So neat for her. Following you guys. Love and blessings. That gives me goosebumps. I Uh love that. When I hear my five-year-old singing Christian songs in the back Mm -hmm. seat of the car. And so I totally, totally get that. And then her daughter, let me bring... Anna. Anna sent us a review. This one's amazing. My hair's already standing up right. on my arms. I was in tears. Yeah, she looks to be like a teenager. She says, I love it. Talking about God Stories Radio. I listen to the podcast with my mom every night and never get tired of it. I'm getting baptized in a few weeks. And y'all helped me learn a lot. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Thank you, my, my hairs are standing up. Oh, my goodness. Praise God. I tell Praise you. Praise God. Absolutely. Praise the Father. Thank you for those bones, Amen. Father. Amen. Praise God. Man, I, that's why GSR <laughs> lives mm-hmm. and must survive. Oh, I'm thank just, you so much to them for, for writing in. God bless you. God bless them for we, sure. I know it. Maybe that's well. our thank only you so agenda much. is to bring hope and comfort. Encouragement. Amen. And if you're needing hope and comfort and it's the middle of the night, two or three o'clock in the morning, or you're overseas and you're different from us, tune into WGSR.net and you can listen to me, Mikey, and Trish 24 hours a day. Oh, I don't know if they want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did, you know, Never want some encouragement. Enough. Yes. But it's good. Yes. But it's good. And, and also, there's some other teachers on there. You know, Tony Evans is on there, and I've got some, um, some people from... Um, 
uh, in focus and uh, I mean you know so it's not us like every like time all the time right. but you may you may hear a session that that you haven't heard before and it speaks you, to you yeah exactly you, I I put it on on the way to to work every day and I may only get to listen you know five or six minutes and hear a segment that just <laughs> I, I'm a sissy. You needed to hear at the right, uh, right. time. Right, and I, I'm, I'm a crybaby anyway, so I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in tears all the time anyway. So, All right, enough about us, and uh, I'm going to turn it over to Mikey and kind of let him segue into this amazing testimony that we got From tonight. Down Under. Yeah. From Down Under. Uh, yes, we uh, this week, a couple, uh, couple days ago, we got a testimony sent in by email uh, from Australia, and he wanted us to uh, read it on the air. And uh, I sent him a little message back, and I was just waiting to hear what he had to say. But uh, anyway, this uh, thank you, uh, Jacob Yardley, for this testimony. Thank you, Jacob. And I hope that uh, others out there will be, be able to do the same thing and benefit from it. And his testimony goes, this is uh, from Jacob Yardley. My testimony of finding God as a child, running away from him, and returning home to our Father. Psalm 71. 15 through 18 on the ESV version. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day. For their number is past my knowledge. With the mighty deeds of the Lord God I will come. I will remind them of your righteousness, yours alone, O God. From your my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, O oh God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. My name is Jacob Philip Yardley. I am married to my noble blessing, Heidi Danielle, and she would follow me into this world two years, eight months, and 18 days after I was born. I am sure I was doing a happy and joyful jig that day, almost three years of age, without knowing why. I have two boys, Philip Gordon, 21, Daniel Jacob, 13, who, by the way, is not afraid to lie down with the lions, and a beautiful daughter, Emily Teresa, 16. Heidi and I would take the road less traveled until we met at 8.35 p.m. on 4th of February, 2004, a short 35 years, 5 months, and 30 days later after my birth. I thank you, God, his son whom he gave on the cross, and the Holy Spirit for this gift. We attend Riverview Church, www.riverviewchurch.com.au in Burswood, Perth, Western Australia. This house of love, as we have come to call it, through God and his work, has been a place of healing and self-discovery. We have found so much love, patience, acceptance, help, and just joy. Joy, joy here. Thank you, God. This is my testimony of how I came to the Lord, ran away from him for many years until the 14th of November, 2013, when my Father God put a man of God into my life again. I feel his words were, my son, it's time to come home. Your days in the wilderness is breaking my son, my heart, son. Come home. So begun as amazing journey 
from that day 577 days ago to now, this night, 14th of June 2015. I've been putting this off for a while, and as God works, I think he was saying to me today as I thought of it once again, time to get it done, son. When we are going to be picked up this afternoon for the church, but that didn't happen. So hey, presto. Here I am listening to Hillsong 2003 Cornerstone Concert at the Sydney Entertainment Center, typing away with a happy heart. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Look at those words in John 3.16, that God so loved us, he gave up his Son, our Lord Jesus. What a sacrifice, eh? Would you or do you know any person that would give up their child to die in such a way for me or you? I don't think wearing the belt of truth I wouldn't, I'm sorry to say. John 3.16 also says if you believe you will have eternal life. God gives so much and he asks so little. What an amazing God, my friends. God is love and love is God. It's not that God needs us, it's that he wants us. Isn't, is not that the amazing thing? What better way can you show love than to die for someone? Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. In God, for a short period of time, I found peace as a child, but this was short-lived. I was asked later, I was asked last year why I did run away from God at 10. My answer was very simple, because the devil and his soldiers came back to play with me. This is how I came to the Lord at the age of nine after spending a year in a boy's home, raped, tortured, beaten, locked in a cage under the house when you wet the bed. Those days, their water was my water, their food my food. After the boys' home, I started going to church, run a church-run youth group on Friday nights as I was one very angry boy. One Friday night, once again after another fight with a few other boys, Chris, who ran this Friday night church youth group from his home, found me bruised, beaten, and screaming obscenities at these other boys who I had been in a fight with. I remember clearly that night as I went to run, He grabbed me in a bear hug and held me tight. His words were, Jacob, you're an angry boy. Why, my son? Why? What's going on in your life? I just fought him with all my strength, screaming abuse at him, but he held me firm. When I had calmed, he put me down and said to me, Come inside, I want to give you something. I followed him into his home, and he gave me a tape. He said, Jacob, listen to this and give it back to me next Friday. That night I played this tape, and I played it over and over all week. It was the story of a drunk and an addict and an ex-Vietnam vet who, for entertainment, spent his night beating up on gay men. His story was about this night he was drunk and found this gay man on his way home. He beat him up. And this man just kept getting up and saying, I forgive you because my father God forgives you. I love you for he loves you. 
His attacker just kept saying, don't get up, you'll get more. But he just did every time, repeating the same words. I remember like today, his voice on the tape in his, in, in his mind, this last time he hit this guy, this gay man so hard, it just smashed up his face, broken jaw, nose, his face was a mess. But the gay man got up again and said the same words through his smashed face. So this guy just gave him one last whack so he wouldn't get up, and he didn't. He left him there, face smashed in the pool of blood, and walked off home. Early that morning, he broke down, crawled into his closet of all places in the darkness, and said these words, God, forgive me. Please make me like him. Profound, eh? This man, I am not sure of his name, but I believe he went on to be a pastor. I have searched high and low for his name or anything about him, but to no avail. I listened to this man's testimony on tape all week, and Thursday night or the early hours of the morning, I can't remember, but I too crawled out of bed and went into my closet, and through my tears I said, God, please make me like him. The next night as I walked up to Chris, he said, Did you listen to the tape I gave you, Jacob? I said, Yes, Chris. He said, Did it, did it help you, son? The tears just started flowing, and I said these words, Chris, please make me like him. He spent most of that night with me, asked me many times what was going on in my life, but I couldn't answer. It would be 28 years before I would in a broken state, a drug-fueled day, to burst into tears and tell for the first time someone what that was, that I was such an angry boy. That person is my wife, my noble blessing, Heidi. I thank Father for that gift, that blessing, your daughter. Chris that night spoke of Jesus and that he would carry me through life. He would heal me, he would teach me to forgive those that hurt me. At the end of that night, he asked me if I would like to be baptized. I said, yes, make me like him. So two days later in the morning, he picked me up, and we went up to take to the lake nearby, and he baptized me. I will never forget it standing in the cold water as it was the holidays, people watching and laughing. I looked up at Chris, and he said, do you believe Jesus died for you on the cross? Will you follow Jesus for the rest of your days? And I just said, yes, please make me like him. And down and under I went, up I came smiling like a Cheshire cat. For the next 12 months or so, I went to the Bible study with adults like Chris twice a week in church every Sunday. It was awesome. I had peace from what was going on in my life. I immersed myself in his word. I knew the name of every book in his book of love. When I was 10, my birth father used to take us all weekend to a nudist beach. It's in parentheses here. It was one of his hunting grounds, just as the church was. During the day, one of these weekends, I was caught and raped by a fat, hairy man up in the sand dunes. So after this day, I packed up my bags and ran from my Heavenly Father as far as I could. I lost my faith. I took on the well-known and said mantra, it's all bull. 
If there is a God, how could, I, how could he let this happen to me again? My sister said these same things a few months ago, mocking my faith in a God. There began my many years lost in the wilderness. In 2001, Chris was living up the road from me, and he asked me if I would come to church again as he had found a, this new church, and it wasn't like any other. They had a band, and the sermons were amazing. I said, Chris, I respect your faith, but I don't have and never believe and will believe again. It's all false and not for me. This church was Riverview. The significance of the name of this church I will go to later. I, I'm sure all who read this will smile at the way our Father works. Father God, as I write this, I have the Holy Spirit rocking in me. Tingles, good feeling, smiling. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for walking with and carrying me all of these years. I lost contact with Chris then until three weeks before we were baptized at Riverview on Easter Sunday, 2014. I had been trying desperately for six months to find him to tell him that I had come home to my father. I had given up and said to Heidi, we have learnt just to ask him and you shall receive. So I prayed for help in finding Chris. Ten minutes later on Facebook, I got a message from his ex-wife who hadn't been on Facebook in months and found my message I had sent her in October asking for his phone number. How great is our God, all in his timing. I rang him and told him all, even admitted I was high and had just had a huge hit with the needle. And I remember him sobbing for me. Weeks later, he drove 1,300 kilometers to see us get baptized at Riverview Church, then spent Easter Sunday with a roast at our home and fellowship. Beautiful. On the 15th of November, 2013, we met a man at the casino. He was one of the first in so many years I felt or I let into my space, let alone spend three days with us. He was a singer and a guitar player. His name is Stephen. We spent that time over those days getting high, going back to the casino to lose more money, spent many hours listening to him sing and play in between him listening to my story of the past 10 years. I must add, nobody knew except God and my blessing, my noble wife Heidi, the things in this letter. I kept those things out of my talks with him. It was mainly about the last 10 years. And Saturday morning, he said, Guys, I am going away for the day, and I will be back tonight. I will have something for you. He came back that night. We all got high again. And in the early morning hours, I put the radio on. It was JJJFM. And I heard the announcer say this. This is Rosie. And let's get started. We will be here with you until the end, until it's done, however long it takes. So let's get started, eh? Drug-fueled audio delusions or God speaking to me, who knows? Though I stopped in the kitchen, looked over at Stephen. He was leaning against the wall with an iPad now in his hands. He said, bro, look over here. Look at this. I walked over, and on it was hundreds of scriptures. He just started rolling the screen and bang, stopped that one and said, take a look at this, brother. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. 
He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now I hadn't spoken thee over these days at all about God or faith. I didn't even know he was a man of God. Heidi said later he, she picked up on a few things he had said over these days. I never told him of my past as a child. The amazing thing was the two scriptures I have kept with me all these years since running away from my father God is Psalm 23 and John 3.16. Over the course of the night, he just kept showing me scripture after scripture. And they all were a defining answer to the ones I had cried out to God all these years. In 2004-06, while an addict, I always screamed out to God, please put a human being in my path and give him the answers to all I need, please. That night he delivered what I had been pleading for. I got through these scriptures that night, all the answers I had screamed out for, delivered by a human as I had asked for. So started my healing and recovery, my renewal on my faith, my new mind, and my new body. Thank you, God. As the sun came up, Stephen said, Brother, will you come with, with me to the temple this morning? And that is when I said, Oh, no way. I can't go into church. I'm an addict. I'm high. I've been sticking a needle in my arm for the past five days, not, not slept or eaten. How can I go in like that? His reply was, Jacob, who better to bring an addict back into the house of the Lord than another addict? The feeling I got after this night cannot be explained. I was in the shower, and I just went to swear. I couldn't. I couldn't swear for about three days. It just wouldn't come out. I had this feeling of a new life, a new future, but was petrified of going back to church. As we got out of the car 40 minutes late, for the 11 a.m. service at Riverview Church on the 17th of November, I was fighting the intense urge to run for the hills. I believe I was entering the enemy's camp. Just up at the threshold, I was turning to bolt when this man put his hand out, shook my hand, and said, Welcome back to church, Jacob. Once again, drugs-fueled audio, delusions, or God putting those words in my ears to get me over the line but I thank him for that humble volunteer who welcomed me with warm handshake and for me those profound words, welcome back to church, Jacob. We sat up the back. I just sat there sobbing so hard. It was hard to breathe. I was in a bad state, physically and mentally. At the end of the service, the senior pastor, Hayden Nelson, was saying that he is going to say a prayer. And if you are new too, have returned to church after many years or exploring the idea of this faith. While every head is bowed, 
put your hand up so I can see you and include you in this prayer. When he started saying this, I noticed even in my state that this man I did not know was getting emotional at the end before saying this prayer. As my hand went up, he had got to the point in front of over a thousand people, he was just completely sobbing. I leaned over to Stephen and said, bro, I think those tears are for me. He replied, yes, Jacob, they are for you. He feels your pain, but happy tears that you have returned home to our father. So what did I do? I cried like a baby even harder. When Hayden started saying this prayer, I was included. Stephen leaned over and said, brother, stop mumbling. Listen to what the man is saying. My reply, I am not mumbling. I am saying his words before they came out of his mouth. And I was, as God is my witness to this. Two weeks later, I bailed Hayden Nelson up on the stage after church and introduced myself. I talked about those tears, that sobbing, and asked, were they for me? Yes, Jacob, they were for you. I said, thank you, but I am going to into a private clinic to deal with a few issues, but I don't think I will be back. As truly as I believe evil has done has been done in God's name to get me back to church. He looked puzzled at this and said that when I get out, please ring the office of Riverview and make time to see him. I will sit down and spend some time with you going over this belief you have. I never did make that appointment. I just came to church. That's where I received more answers each and every sermon at this place we call God's Big House of Love we feel has been just for us in the moment and 100% at all the times related to what we were or are doing or going through at that point in time isn't he amazing how he works like this to deliver his message to us all God works in and through all things or people to get the message to those that need it amen I am a new creation thank you God I am truly a new creation with a new mind, a new spirit, the Holy Spirit. And I pray you will take this testimony for what it is, of how I came to, from, and back to God. There is so much more to the testimony of my life so far. I feel my book will tell my life story, but this testimony is simply about God never giving up on one of his children. Jacob Yardley. What do you think about that? (laughs) <laughs> You're speechless, Fritz. Damn. Very well done, Mikey. I I thought I would have a few comments, but I I don't. I, I mean, like I was... how he welcomed him home. His friend welcomed him home to the church, and it it made me think of you two actually, and how Fritz was broken and showed up to church, and mm-hmm. you guys met the first time. And you welcomed him in. Mm-hmm. But that was a a bit of a testimony. Yeah. Um, Jacob, if you're listening, and I hope you are. Oh, I'm sure he will. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That was an amazing testimony. Edge of your seat. Because uh, neither myself or Trish had had read it you know before um mike brought it in so 
I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. I didn't want to interrupt and ask a question. Oh, no. <laughs> Not at all. We hope we did it justice, Jacob. We really do. Yep. And uh, thank you so much for sharing. Absolutely. I just want to, if Jacob, when you do listen to this, uh, please contact us and just let us know how you came about God Stories Radio and what made you write this thing at this time. Yes. But thank you. And anybody else out there who is thinking that they have a testimony and they don't want to call in, especially from other countries, there you have it. It can be done. Just write it in. can be done, and one of us would be very privileged to read to it. Read it. Mm-hmm. Put, really would. Put the words to life. And they can uh, get in touch with us by sending us an email at godstoriesradio.com. I'm sorry, godstoriesradio at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or on and they can do what, Mike? They can tweet us. They can tweet us. They can tweet us. At God Stories Radio. And Facebook us. Facebook us. And God like Stories. us on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. And then and there again, too, uh, we have the resource, which is WGSR, bringing hope and comfort 24 hours a day. So, And that is, w- what's the? WGSR.net. There you go. Or as Mikey would say, WGSR.net. Man, I, Jacob, well, I was touched. I really was. Really, and, as, I mean, and and I, th- I think you know when we when we did the the session eighty two a couple weeks ago, we were going to sit back and just uh, <coughs> see what uh, doors God would open up. Uh, I think this testimony emailed in was probably a nudge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I actually did read it um, while I was camping, and I just couldn't put it down i read it from start to finish and i was just amazed oh yeah i'm gonna go back and um, and read it after the fact but mike you did a fabulous job thank you with that fabulous and that's just that's the way it's done mm-hmm. yeah so uh, don't hesitate to put your testimony in and then in they can, they can still and, they yeah. can still uh contact us and and we can we can make uh, sure of a call in or um I think we're going to start looking for that Liz out in Vegas when she said that one of her last emails was she wanted to give her testimony. Give her testimony, right. yeah. So, Liz, if you're listening, give us a call. Yeah. we have a Contact make, us. We have a makeshift studio for now. Right. So. Yeah, we're still kind of in-betweeners right, right. now. So We're still praying sure for a home. A home. Right. And there is a, uh, a donate button on our website. Mm, yes, there is. So, if, the God's, if God's touching your heart, please do. Please do. Fantastic. Well, thanks, guys. It was good to see you. Good to see you, too. Oh, man. Well, I, I just, I'm fired up. I can't wait to see what God's got. What's next? In the oven next, you know? Yeah. Holy smokes. But anyway, well, that about wraps it up for uh, session 83. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Trish. God bless. God bless. There's got to be more. Then going back and forth From doing right to doing wrong Cause we were taught that's who we are Come on, get in line right behind me You along with everybody Thinking there's worth in what you do Then like a hero who takes the stage When we're on the edge of our seat Saying it's too late Well, let me Introduce you to amazing grace. 
Stay. 